It's 4 o'clock and time for the Calvary Live Show, taking your calls and questions about life, the Bible, and living in Jesus. The number to call is 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric Cartier in Colorado Springs at Rocky Mountain Calvary. Hope you're having a great afternoon. Thank you so much for joining me. The number here is 303-690-3000. The heart and purpose of this show is to be able to try to answer your questions about God's Word or things that are going on in your life. We'll get into God's Word together. Also, if you have prayer requests, we would love for you to be able to call in and we'll go to God's throne uh, and ask the Lord to, to meet those needs. Again, you're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send me a text question at 720-336-0897. Let's go to line one to Desiree and Thornton. Desiree, welcome to the program. Desiree, are you there on line one? Hello? Hello, how are you today? Fine, I'm sorry about that. No problem. Um, I was calling to, I'm in a tough situation. I just recently got custody of four girls, four little girls. And, um, well, three are young and one, she's a teenager. She's going to be 18 in five months. She's been through a lot with her parents, and um, at one time in her life, her mom was serving the Lord so strong, and then her mom backslid, Mm. and then the stepdad got involved and started teaching her that, telling her there's no God, there's just, that we came from the Big Bang, and her heart's so hard, how do I explain it to her? Well, you know what? I think with all that she has been through, I really loving her is going to be the bridge and the doorway uh, to eventually sh- share Christ with her. Um, and I would just really uh, be lifting her up in prayer and loving her and any opportunities that come to be able to speak truth to her. But it sounds like uh, you know she's going to need a lot of a lot of love at this point in in her journey. And I think in time that love will open up her heart uh, to the Lord. Okay, to, to we lift her up in prayers today? Yeah, please? absolutely, yeah. Lord, we just thank you for Desiree. Thank you for her uh, taking these children into her home and having custody of them. And Lord, we lift up uh, the oldest to you, uh, the one that's about 18. And Lord, is her heart right now is hard towards you. We know that she's she's been through so much. And Lord, you tell us in your word that you came to heal uh, the brokenhearted and to set the captives free. So we pray that you would heal her heart, that you would set her free. Uh, that she would have an interest for the things of God, that she would long to to know her Savior. Uh, So God, would you give uh, Desiree the strength uh, and give her wisdom as uh, she ministers to all of these children. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'll be praying for you, Desiree. I thank you because you did. Just the Lord dwells on you and he's sharing the gospel and his beautiful work. It just... Man, that lifts me up every morning, every day, and I thank you. I thank Jesus for you. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Desiree. God bless you, and we will be praying for you, okay? Hang in there. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number is 303-690-3000. We do have all of our lines open. 
Also, you can send me a text at 720-336-0897. We had a text question come in. It said, why did Jesus pray and ask for direction? Because we know that he is God and God is all-knowing. I can't figure this out, but I uh, still believe. And I think the answer to your question is found in the book of Ephesians, or excuse me, the book of Philippians, uh, Philippians chapter 2, where it talks about uh, Jesus humbled himself and he became a man. Uh, And so Philippians 2, I'll read it to you. It says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, didn't consider it robbery to be equal God, but made himself of no reputation taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. And he made himself of no uh, reputation. So Christ in his deity didn't need to pray, didn't need to seek direction. uh, But uh, in his humanity, very much uh, he did need to uh, seek direction from uh, the Father. And Jesus shows us the example of how to live a human life. Uh, And so he wasn't relying upon his deity as he lived here on the earth. He was all God, uh, but he chose not to rely upon his, his deity to give us an example of how to live in our uh, humanity. And so the reason he needed direction was uh, he humbled himself and took on the form of a man. So I hope that that uh, encourages you and answers your question. Thanks for uh, sending uh, that in as well. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me. I hope that you're having a great uh, Friday afternoon. We'd like to welcome all of our listeners in Pennsylvania, Maryland, and New Jersey out on Hope FM. Thank you guys for listening. Also, we want to uh, welcome our listeners in Colorado Springs, throughout Denver, up into northern Colorado uh, as well. Let's go to line one to Michael in Colorado Springs. Michael, welcome to the program. How you doing, Michael? Michael, are you there? Hello, Pastor. Yeah, how you doing Hello, today, I'm Michael? I'm doing great. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, you bet. Okay, um, jumping right into it, I'm having a discussion with my mother regarding the um, death of Jesus, and it says, this is Matthew twenty-seven fifty-one, and I tried looking this up with myself and doing some research, and I just couldn't figure it out. Uh, it says, twenty-seven fifty-one, and the veil of the temple was rent from top to bottom, the earthquake and the rocks rent, and the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints which slept arose. My mom says, no, that came after Jesus resurrected from the grave. And I'm like, that's not what it says. Mm-hmm. So the next verse it says, and came out of the graves after his resurrection. So I'm confused. What happened first? Did he die and the people came out of the graves and walked around? Or did he come out of his resurrection and then they came out of the graves? It seems to, and I just don't know how to interpret that. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, It looks like to me that uh, they came out of the grave at his uh, crucifixion because of verse 51. Um, You know, if we look at verse 50, it says, Then Jesus cried out again with a loud voice, and he yielded up his spirit. So at the moment that he died, then the veil of the temple was torn in two. And that that happened at that very moment uh, that he took his last breath. 
and the earth quaked and the rocks were split, the graves were opened. So I think all of these things show the significance of his death, uh, the power of his death, uh, that, that as soon as he dismissed his spirit, the veil was torn, the earthquake took place, the rocks were split, and the graves were, were, were opened. So I think it did take place prior to uh, the resurrection. So how does verse 53 fit into that? And they came out of the graves after his resurrection. Did they come out again? You know, it, it almost seems to me that uh, they were in the, the holy city uh, during that time, uh, those three days before Christ's resurrection. And coming out of the graves after his resurrection, they went into the holy city appearing to many. So in the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and the things that happened, they feared greatly and said, truly, uh, this was the, the Son of God. Uh, but verse 53 does make it a little bit uh, confusing. Um, uh, and so, it, you know, it would be my best interpretation to say, I, I think it did take place right at his, his crucifixion. Uh, and then they were in uh, Jerusalem during those three days uh, leading up to his resurrection. Now, that's kind of the way I saw so. it, too, but my mother's like, absolutely not. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm like, I will go to someone who knows a little bit more than I do. So that was the reason why I gave you a call. I've called in before, so and you've been very helpful. So this is, uh, it really, I don't think it's going to make my mother happy, because she's going to still interpret it the other way. But <laughs> hey, and you know what? That's okay. You know, that it's not one of those things that... Salvation is uh, not it, based upon this paragraph. No, it's yeah, not. So exactly. I think you're, you're, it, it's okay to have uh, differing interpretations on that. So Yeah, especially when it's so convoluted there. You really can't tell from that one verse exactly what happened or what frame, but we know it's all about the same time. You know, yeah. so, and that's kind of the yeah. way I take it. I just, uh, well, I don't understand it. I just move on to the next thing. You know, we're not, yeah. we're not known to know everything, the mysteries of the Bible. So, and and I think, uh, you know, Michael, before I let you go, is just remembering, uh, though there may be a disagreement on the timing, there's no disagreement on the significance of the event. Absolutely. You know, it, it really marks the the power of Christ's sacrifice. Sure. And right. that's really the point of all those events. So. Yes. Is there anywhere yeah. else in the Bible that it specifically talks about this? I haven't been able to find it. This is the only uh, section that I know of. Okay. This is right here in these few verses. Yeah. yeah. I've gone through the other Gospels as well, and neither none of them go into this detail. So, okay, yeah. I just wanted to make sure there wasn't another resource I could go to. So yeah. thank you very much for your answer. I really appreciate it. And uh, you've been a blessing to so many people. And uh, we, we really value what you say. And, um, and I know that the Lord is, is leading you to our answers. And we really appreciate your time. Well, well thanks, Michael. God bless you. You too, sir. All right, bye-bye. Mm, bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text at 720-336-0897. Let's go to line two to Robert and Thornton. Robert, welcome to the program. Hey, Pastor. How are you doing, sir? Good. How are you today? Good, good. Thank you for asking, uh, Pastor. And you, really, you've been a blessing in my life, and I listen to you guys every day. Yeah, Taylor. Uh, but my uh, uh, today is uh, actually a need for a prayer for Robert and Annette. Uh, we had some grandbabies uh, a couple years ago. I thank the Lord for them. They've been a major blessing in my life. But hmm. uh, 
me and Annette kind of separated. I, I kind of threw all myself in the grandbaby, and now we had another one about three months ago. He's three months, by the way, and he weighs 17 pounds, so he's a monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, but, uh, but actually, we just kind of can't get on the same page. She's always got her okay. senses up. And I'm not saying I'm an angel. Don't get me wrong. We all right. got our, flaws, our ups and downs and all. But if yep. you pray for, uh, yeah. for some kind of affiliation, that's a word with mm-hmm. some kind of door, I don't know. But uh, you know what to pray for. Your God put you in that line of business to uh, pray for people so I really appreciate Eric yeah you bet I would love to to pray for you Robert and your wife Anita and you know, remember God Annette. hears your prayer Annette okay Robert and Annette okay let's let's pray and I just want to encourage you God hears your your prayers as well and uh, you know, prayer is an issue of the heart and, and he always hears us as we cry out to him so Lord I lift up Robert and Annette uh, to you and Lord, I thank you for Robert calling in, and Lord, we come together before your throne, and Lord, we ask that you would do a work of reconciliation. Lord, you're you're the God of second chances. You're the God of the resurrection. Nothing is impossible for you. So we pray that you would soften their hearts through the power of the Holy Spirit, that you would soften Robert's heart and Annette's heart, God, and and that they would desire you and and desire uh, forgiveness to one another and reconciliation, that you would bind uh, the work of the enemy. Pray that you would open up and free their communication and that they would be able just to really be able to talk and understand one another. And so, Lord, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, Pastor Eric, God bless you, man. That was very encouraging the way you put it. God bless you, man, and continue doing what you're doing. You are you are a blessing to the airways, man. Well, thanks. Hey, Robert. Before before I let you. Hey, Robert. Before I let you go, I just want to share with you that uh, God blesses humility. You know, and a lot of times when when we go uh, to our spouse and we humble ourselves and we acknowledge the things that that we've uh, done wrong. Uh, without accusing them, a lot of times that's when the walls break down. And as as I was praying for you, I just want to encourage you with that, you know, to 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 consider humbling yourself uh, before your wife and and see if God would would break those walls down. Well, you know what, man, that sounds very encouraging, Pastor. And you know, one more thing before you go, uh, she's kind of going through a change of uh, life, you know, emotions. I know I'm dealing with emotions. I'm not dealing with a net. Uh, the Annette I married, I, she's a beautiful woman inside out, and she still is, and we just, you know, grown apart with this uh, change of life thing or whatever, and she's going through a lot of emotion, and I try to just, you know, stay back and try to ignore it and all, and I let it get too far, and you're right, Pastor, I need to, uh, you know, try to, uh, you know, uh, before her and tell her, you know, something that the Lord inspired me to do that, you know, and, uh, yeah. but I'm really, uh, frustrated with, uh, dealing with the emotional part, and every time I try to say something, the walls just go up, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. But, uh, is this I'll be, I'll be praying for you. Help, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'll be praying for you, Robert, and I think that that humility will really take down her defenses, you know, if you go in with a broken heart and expressing what she means to you and asking her for forgiveness for what you've done wrong. And, you know, there's a lot of churches that would love to help too and pastors. And if you guys need a pastor, uh, you know, call, call uh, your local church or, 
you know, call a, a church in your area and a, a pastor will sit down with you guys and, and help you as well. So, well, you know yeah. what? Thank you so much. I really, uh, yeah. admire that. And it's very encouraging to hear that. Thank you so much. Uh, pastor. You bet. It. God bless you, Robert. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number is 303-690. If you've got questions about the Word or things going on in your life, love being able to talk about real things, the number is 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text at 720-336-0897. We've had some text come in. It says, Hi, Pastor. Uh, my name is Laura, and I need a prayer request. I'm, I'm fighting adultery. And if I could just get some prayer and keep on the right uh, path with the Lord, I would appreciate it. Thank you so much for your courage uh, to come with that prayer request. And I want to lift you up to the Lord and, and know that the Lord loves you. And as you turn to the Lord, there's forgiveness in the Lord and also uh, God's power to be able to, to stay on the right path. So, Lord, I thank you for Laura. I thank you for the work that you're doing in her heart uh, this afternoon as she's listening to this radio program. And we do thank you for your forgiveness in our lives. And we think of David and how David turned back to you and, and his adultery and you forgave him and restored the joy of his salvation. And we pray that over Laura, that you would restore the joy of her salvation, that she would know your forgiveness. And also, Lord, that you would just uh, put her on the right path with you, Lord, with the Lord, and, and bring great, great uh, restoration in her life. And so we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Another uh, text question uh, that has uh, come up. Well, let's see. I'm sorry, I can't quite sort through that text question, um, but we do have all of our lines open, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000, or you can send a text at 720-336-0897. If you'd like to call in and share a prayer request or call in uh, with a question about God's Word, or a situation that's going on in your life, our lines are open, 303-690-3000. I want to share a few verses that have really uh, encouraged me uh, this week. Uh, it's Romans chapter 8 and verse 14. It says, For as many are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage to fear, but we've received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we're the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we also might be glorified uh, together. So what an amazing promise here. This speaks three things to us from, from God's word. First is we've received relationship. We've been adopted by God. What's so amazing about adoption is God chose us. He, he chose us. He desired for us to be his children. In this relationship, it's so personal. We get to call him Abba. We get to call him Father, uh, Daddy. And then we see that the Spirit provides affirmation. The Spirit of God is bearing witness with, with our spirit that we belong to God, that we are God's uh, uh, child. And that's a really powerful thing for the Spirit of God to live inside of us and say, yes, you, you are God's son. You, you are God's uh, daughter. And then finally, that we're joint heirs with Christ, that Christ would share his inheritance uh, with us. You know, not just any inheritance, but you've received a, the joint 
inheritance uh, with Christ. And so those are incredible promises. Hope that encourages you. Gang, thank you so much for listening this afternoon. The number here is 303-690-3000. If you've got a question about the Word, you've got a question about things going on in your life, feel free to pick up the phone, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send in a text question, 720-336-0897. Right now, we do have all of our lines open, so if you are feeling led to call, you should be able to to get right into today's program, 303-690-3000. I would like to take the opportunity to invite you to our services at Rocky Mountain Calvary. We meet Saturday night at 6, Sunday morning at 9 and 11. We're currently going through the book of Philippians. This week we're at the end of Philippians chapter 3, looking at what does it mean to be citizens of heaven, to live with this future expectation of glory. So we'd like to invite you to come out and be with us. Also, uh, we do have... Um, uh, our services on live stream. So if you go to our website, rmcalvary.org, you can join us through a live stream. We've had a a caller, anonymous caller uh, call in uh, that uh, has asked this question, says, do you think God places us in certain places just to heal us and then moves us on to live our lives. Absolutely. Isaiah 61 tells us that Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted and set the captives free. And he loves us enough to be our shepherd, to lead us to green pastures, by still waters, to be able to heal us and restore us, and then move us on. And move us on for the purpose then of being able to be an agent of comfort and healing uh, to others. So I think you're right on. You're on the right track there. Sounds like God has brought you to a place of healing uh, and now may be moving you on. So praise the Lord for his work uh, in your life. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier at Rocky Mountain Calvary in Colorado Springs. The number here is 303-690-3000, Also, you can send a text or a prayer request at 720-336-0897. Amazing that we have open access to the throne room of God. So if you have things that are going on in your life, uh, pick up your phone and dial in this number, text in this number, 720-336-0897. We would love to lift those things up to the Lord in prayer. Let's go to line one to Devante and Aurora. Devante, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Good, thank you. So, I just have a question. So I work with Excel Roofing. Um, I was on top of a roof doing an inspection and all that. And then I heard mm-hmm. a young lady across the street. She was screaming at her phone, yelling, crying, like being really dramatic about everything. And so I kind of, I put it up to God. I prayed about it. I was like, should I go over there and help her? Or is it, would it be kind of weird and kind of like nosy to go over there almost? So I did. I ended up going over there. Um, she quickly said, she was like, I don't need help. Thank you. And kind of walked off. So I was wondering, mm-hmm. is it wrong that I didn't really follow through with it? And, like, do you need a ride? Do you need any money or anything? Like, anything else I can really do for you? Or is it, like, was it wrong for me to just kind of be like, okay, thank you or sorry, and I walked away? I don't know if I should no. have done anything. 
No, I think you handled it just right. And, you know, Jesus is a gentleman. In Revelations 3.20, it says that, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and, and sup with him. And so I think you did the right thing uh, to, to go to her to, to see if she needed help. And she was quick to say, hey, I, I don't need help. Uh, and so at that point, if I were in your shoes, I would have done the same thing and, and just uh, respected that and and went ahead and moved moved on with the day. And you never know how that uh, act of kindness sowed a seed in her heart, you know. Uh, here she was clearly having a, a bad day and, and losing it, and someone cared enough to get off the roof and come see how, how she was doing. So I think the Lord was honored in the way you handled it. Okay, good. That's really good to hear. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. Well, keep reaching out to people. That's, that's what it's all about. So. Yes, it is. All right. Well, God bless you. God bless you. Thanks, sir. You bet. Have a good evening. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. Let's uh, continue with the phone lines. Let's go to line two to Joseph and Parker. Joseph, welcome to the program. Hey, thank you. How you doing today? I'm well. How are you? Good. Doing great. So I just had a quick, like, uh, Bible question really quick. Okay. Um, so the question is, uh, in the New Testament, when Jesus is called, uh, like, the image of God and the express image of God, um, what's the difference, or, you know, what's the coherent difference uh, that you would say between, like, Jesus being called the image of God and man being made in the image of God? You know, like, uh, what's, like, the application there, I guess, or the interpretation there? Yeah, you bet. Um, so it's a Hebrews uh, chapter 1, the yeah. first couple ver- verses, um, and t- describes Jesus who, being in the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power. Uh, and the key to the understanding this is the word, the express image of, of his person. And it actually means uh, an exact duplicate or, or, or cop, a carbon copy. If you were to take a coin and place it into uh, fresh clay and, and, and it prints and saying Jesus perfectly uh, represents the Father to us to the point when Jesus would say, if you've seen me, you have seen the right. Father. Uh, so Jesus is the express image of the Father, where all of humanity is made in God's image. Uh, so we're, we're made in God's likeness, but we're not the express image uh-huh. of his person. And, and so uh, I, does that make sense, the difference between the two? Yeah, yeah. And I, I think I got you. And, well, and one, one kind of you know question that came up surrounding that, and I had heard an interpretation before where, uh, I, you know, there is a uh, there's a physical form to God. Uh, even before the incarnation, there's a physical form to God, based on the fact that we're made in His likeness. Uh, and you know, it's and the interpretation went that that's not supposed to be taken figuratively or metaphorically. That's supposed to be taken literally. Um, and that brought up kind of the question. It's like. You know, has Jesus always been the, uh, you know, and I, 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 and I would believe this, but has Jesus always been the express image of God, that deal? Like if somebody yeah, saw we, God in the Old Testament, they saw the person Jesus Christ. 
Yeah, there's kind of two parts uh, to that question. We've got just a minute till the break. So if I have to go to break, stay with me. Uh, But the first part of that where us being made in God's image, that there is a a form of God, uh, is borderline getting heretical uh, because us being made in God's image doesn't mean that we're God. You know, uh, it, it, we're, we point to the existence of God. We, we, we reflect uh, God's image, but we're not God. Um, and so there would be some that would kind of really push that to say, you know, there's God in all of us, you know, uh, or we're, we're deities ourselves because we're made in the image of God. So that's a, that's a really big one to clear up. Uh, stay with me and we'll be right back on the second half of the show, okay? All right, guys, hang in there. Stay with me. We're going to head to a break. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Call us with your questions about life, the Bible, and living in Jesus right now at 303 303- Six nine zero three thousand. Welcome back to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric Cartier in Colorado Springs at Rocky Mountain Calvary. Uh, we are in the middle of a question with Joseph. So, Joseph, are you still there? I had dropped before, but uh, I'm still here. All right. Um, so, did that make sense with the the first part of your question? Um, you know that being made in the image of God. Uh, doesn't mean that God uh, had had a form uh, in uh, in us. You know, it, we're we're an image of God, but we're not God. Are we clear on that point? Oh yeah, no, I I got you. It, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Okay, awesome. And then the second part of it has Jesus always been the express image of, of his person. I, I would say yes. You know, as we know that, that Jesus is God and has always existed in eternity past and eternity in, in, in the future. Um, and then God chose at a specific moment in time when Christ was born and took on human flesh uh, to allow that express image to be seen. Uh, but Christ has always been the express image of the Father. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Those are great questions. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, there was a, just like a, so as far as man being made, and I'm, you may have said this and I might not have uh, heard you, but uh, as far as man being made in the image of God, what would you say that means? Because I've talked with a, with a few people about it, type deal, but uh, mm-hmm. what would you, what would yeah. you say that that means? Yeah, you know, um, we know that God is a triune being, so uh-huh. the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and of, of God's creation, we're the only ones, uh, mankind, that is a triune being. We have a we have a body, right. uh, we have a soul, and we have a spirit. Uh, so in that, we we bear the image of God. I okay. think that. Uh, the, the word image really uh, expresses likeness. You know, we're made in the likeness of, of God, and, and we're the chief of his creation. You know, uh, we're the only ones uh, of all of his creation that he declared, Adam and Eve, male and female, are, are made in my my image. So it, ex- it expresses his great love for us and desire to be in relationship with us as well. Um, and I think it's so foundational, and our society has really lost it. You know, we 
when we look at people, whether they know the Lord or not, we should see them as they're made in the image of God. You know, there's, they're made uh, as a triune being. They have greater value than animals. They've got greater value than, than the trees. Um, but all of that seems to have, have been lost. So. All right. Yeah. No, I, I, and that's something, that's definitely something that uh, I've read and I've seen before that there, there's that similarity there, like the fullness uh, of like triunity or the trichotomy, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I yeah. just want to make yep. sure that I'm even, you know, seeing that correctly, right? Yeah. Yeah, you are. That's okay. great. Cool. Well, thank you so much. Absolutely. You're welcome. God bless you. Thanks for calling. Hey, thank you. Bye. Have a bye bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number is 303-690. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to line three. We have an anonymous caller there. Welcome to the program. Hi. Lord bless you, brother. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, absolutely. I, I just, I have a, it's not more or less a question, but, and ask asking a brother what I what I should do. I mean, the easiest way I can explain it is, is Ezekiel uh, thirty eight, where the Lord said, "Speak to the dry bones." And I'm I'm almost terrified to do it, and I feel like okay. I'm running away from it more than okay. trying to embrace it. What do you What do you think the Lord is? telling you to do based out of that passage just do it it's the, the, the conviction of the, what, whatever he's saying to me the more I re, the more I read the more I see the lines draw to how everything comes together and I'm just afraid to take that next step and do it because I don't know if that's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Well, you know, let me let me pray for you. And it's always good to, to follow the Lord. And, and if the Lord is stepping, calling you to step out and to share uh, with others, uh, then, then uh, man, I pray that God would give you the courage and the boldness to, to do that. Would it be okay if I, if I pray with you? Absolutely, please. Okay. Lord, I lift up my brother in Christ to you, and Lord, as he's being uh, stirred by Ezekiel 38, Lord, I, I pray that you would show him what the application is in his life, and if he's being led to, to share your word with those that don't know you and are, are dry bones, uh, and they need spiritual life, they need to be born again, I pray that you would give him uh, the courage uh, to be able to do that. And just thank you for him, pray that uh, you would, would encourage him today, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thanks for calling. Have a great night. You too, brother. God bless. God bless. The number here is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. If you've got questions about the Word or things that are going on uh, in your life, also you can send me a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Ryan on line one in Greeley. Ryan, welcome to the program. Well, hello, Eric. How are you today? Good. How are you doing? 
Not too bad. Um, I am just calling for a little bit of prayer. Recently, I felt the call towards ministry and have uh, started the process, actually, with my church, which is Presbyterian, to go through the process and just want prayer for discernment through the process uh, moving forward. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, praise God. That's an awesome, awesome call, and it'd be a privilege to pray for you. So. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for Ryan. Thank you for what you're doing in his life. And Lord, as he is being stirred to serve you and and to pastor and to follow that call, Lord, I pray that you would encourage him, that you would equip him through the power of, of your spirit and give him, Lord, determination and patience, Lord, to walk through this process uh, with his church and give him just a great love for people and an ability to understand and to declare your word. Pray you'd really use him in this time and in this day and, and, and his generation to uh, be used by you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you very much. Your service on the radio is invaluable, and I listen to you guys daily, and thank you for continuing that ministry. Well, thanks for listening. God bless you, Ryan. You as well. You're listening to Calvary Live. The number here is 303-690-3000, or you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to line two to Elizabeth in Denver. Elizabeth, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, absolutely. So I just wanted to offer um, some encouragement. Uh, A couple of um, callers ago, you had a young lady. Well, actually, she texted in and said that she was struggling with adultery. Mm Mm-hmm. I just wanted to give her some encouragement. Um, I am a woman who was uh, bound by adultery for many, many, many years. And I have been delivered and set free, and um, I owe all of my salvation to the Lord Jesus because I couldn't have done it without Him. That's Um, awesome. Yeah, so I want her to know that there is hope, but I also would like to offer that we, as women, or men for that matter, who find ourselves in the position of maybe being in adultery or having committed adultery or actively doing it right now. Praying is powerful and it's necessary, but it's also necessary to look at yourself and to really examine what you're looking for. What What is the need that you're trying to fulfill? Because mm-hmm. I can guarantee there is some kind of a need. There's some kind of a deep compulsion that is driving people to this. And yeah. It really it really never shakes off. It really never the grips that adultery can put on your life and the life of the people around you, it really never lets go until you take responsibility and you go, Okay, this is what's going on with me and it's super hard yeah. but it's possible. And yeah, I just yeah. I, I, I'm so um, grateful that, you know, your show is here and you're able to pray for people, and that's awesome. But she also needs to look inside, and she needs to yeah. really examine and ask God, what is the need in me? What's driving me to this? Yeah, and, that's good. You know, that's with, good. with the help of God and the Holy Spirit, and hopefully she's got sisters around her that are supportive and that she can talk to, she really can yeah. break free of this. Yeah, there's totally ho- hope in Christ, and... 
I agree. You know, the, the, the freedom comes in our lives as, as, as we do take that deep look within and, and start to examine why am I uh, turning to sexual sin instead of turning to the Lord, uh, and then and then turn to the Lord and, and for for God to then pour in uh, living water. So, really excited about what God's done in your life, Elizabeth. And thanks for calling in with uh, that encouragement. Thank you. I appreciate having the opportunity. Uh, God is amazing, and I literally He saved my life and. I know that he's the hope for me and for others that are out there, and I just pray for her and hope that she finds what it is that she needs in Christ and not Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for calling. God bless you. Have a great night. Thanks, Pastor. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live. The number is 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text at 720-336-0897. I've had a lot of text questions come in, so thank you for sending those. I'm going to go ahead and get to some of them. Uh, the Bible tells us to deny ourselves and to love others. Does this mean we deny our families in order to love others as well? Um, and so this is a great uh, question, um, and I, I think that sometimes a lot of people get this uh, confused. Uh, as we are to deny ourselves and to take up our cross, and Christ comes first. And as we follow Christ, he's going to lead us uh, to care for our spouse and our kids. Not that our spouse and kids would become a, an idol, but as we look at the Bible from Genesis to Revelations, uh, we see, especially in Ephesians, uh, where God tells us uh, for husbands to love their wives as Christ loves the church, and then also for, for wives to respect their husbands, to submit to their husbands, and then to train up your, your kids uh, in the Lord. And so uh, in denying ourselves, we're denying to our selfishness, and then Christ leads us to love our families. And, and in fact, even uh, the requirement for being a pastor in First Timothy chapter 2 is that you show leadership in the home, and then that leadership in the home will flow uh, into, the, into the church. So thanks for that text question. Another text question that comes in, my King James Bible uses the word Godhead a couple of times. I'm not sure I understand uh, what it means. Uh, the Godhead is referring to the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Uh, equal, uh, but different personalities, but yet one uh, one God. So the Godhood refers to the Trinity of the Father, Son, uh, Holy Spirit. Uh, so thanks for uh, sending that in. Um, another uh, text question. A good afternoon. Do you believe that the earth was made 6,000 years ago? I am curious about your thoughts. This is a great uh, question. And uh, I, I do believe that the age uh, of the earth is uh, 6,000 years from from creation uh, in, until now. One of the key factors in my mind in, in understanding this is that the earth was created at Maturity. We see with uh, Adam and Eve that they were uh, grown, they're fully grown up, uh, mature adults, uh, man and, and woman, and uh, they're, they, they're, they were one day old, but they were a mature adult. And so the earth, all of creation, was created in uh, maturity. And so when you look at all of this uh, uh, testing, carbon testing, and those type of things, and they say the earth was a lot older, we have to understand it was created at a point of, of maturity. So I do believe that the, the earth was made about 6,000 years ago. I, I do hold to a young earth uh, uh, theology. Um, 
Another text question that has come in. Thank you guys for all these uh, text questions. It says, hi, Pastor. I have a question about how to respond to my 12-year-old daughter who is saved. Uh, so recently before bed, she had thoughts and worries that God is not real. She gets very emotional and upset with herself that she has these thoughts. I, I pray with her and read her verses. Do you have any thoughts or questions uh, that could help uh, her through this? Uh, First, I want to encourage you that this is very normal at this this age, uh, at age 12, um, is we go through a process where we begin to examine the things that we, we took at, at a younger age. You know, if, if someone just told us the color blue at age four, we're going to accept that. And as we get older, uh, we begin uh, to uh, examine that and go, is that really blue? Is that really, really true? And I would first uh, affirm in her that it's good to have questions. And it's okay to, to ask questions and then also attest to her that there's good answers for uh, these questions. There's a couple of good resources, uh, gotquestions.org, and be, be encouraged that she's asking these questions and not uh, just stuffing them. But those, there's some great articles on, on any question that you would have that relates to God and the Bible. Uh, and then also uh, the case for Christ. Uh, and there's also the case for God. And those are written by Lee Strobel. And they also have some youth editions of those books. Uh, so hopefully those are uh, helpful resources to you. I want to uh, lift uh, your daughter up in prayer. Lord, I, th I thank you for this 12-year-old daughter, Lord, and she's so precious to you. She's made in your image. And Lord, as she's examining her faith and examining if you're real, we pray that you would meet her. And even beyond an academic way, Lord, I pray you would give her those academic answers, but that you would give her a fresh personal revelation of your presence, of your goodness, and that she would know that she knows that, that you're God, that you exist, and that you love her. So I pray that you would bless her in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to Calvary Live. Thanks for your phone calls and your uh, text questions that have come in. The number is 303-690-3000. This is a text question that's come in. It says, please pray for my pastor, Nabil. Uh, he has stage four stomach cancer. Yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's lift up uh, Nabil to the Lord. Father, we lift up Pastor Nabil to you, God. And as he has stage four cancer, Lord, I pray that you'd comfort his heart you comfort his family, that you comfort the congregation, and we know that you're good. And if it's your will that you would heal him and that you would touch and deliver him from the, the cancer, Lord, also, if it is your will to take him home to be with the Lord, I, I pray that you would prepare his heart and everybody's heart around him for that. We know heaven's a good thing, and it's our ultimate destination. So would you comfort Nabil, and would you be with him? And a, in a very specific way, and would he be blessed by you. In Jesus' name, amen. The number here is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. We do have our phone lines open. If you've got a question about the Word or things that are going on in your life, we can get into God's Word together, go to God's throne room uh, together. Also, if you have a text, you can text in at 720-336-0897. This is a text question that uh, comes from Jeremy in Atlantic City, uh, New Jersey. I have dreams and aspirations so big that I truly and deeply believe it's God's will, and I feel a huge amount of pressure from the Lord to start making changes in my own personal life. 
so that my dreams and aspirations can sincerely grow the great way God would want it to grow. Please pray for my family's sobriety and that they may get to know the Lord. Uh, so let's uh, lift this up to the Lord and ask that God would, would meet you in a, in a special way. Father, I thank you for Jeremy and his, Lord, he's got dreams and aspirations. And, and Lord, you seem to be calling him and in a loving way, putting that pressure on him uh, for him to grow in you. I just pray that uh, he would respond and you give him a deep love for your word, a deep desire to be in fellowship with you. I pray you'd give him victory in areas of his life that, that he's struggling and desiring uh, to grow in. Lord, I also pray for uh, his family's sobriety, God, that you you would work in a powerful way, Lord, to, to set his family uh, free, uh, Lord, and to, to really do uh, a work of deliverance. So we lift the whole family up to you, and we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. So thank you, Jeremy, for uh, that text question uh, that has has come in. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number here is 303-690-3000. We do have our lines open. Also, you can send a text question at 720-336-0897. You know, I think a lot of times uh, we struggle in our lives to believe that change is possible. To, that God could deliver us, that he could change our character. And in Romans chapter 6, uh, we see that the power of sin has been broken uh, at the death and the resurrection of the cross. And change is truly possible as we turn to the Lord, respond to his grace, uh, ask for, for his power, choose to walk in obedience, then God uh, will bring that freedom in our lives. In Romans chapter 6, it says, what then shall we sin because we're not under the law, but under grace? Certainly not. Do you not know to whom you present yourselves slaves to obey? You are the one slaves whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death or of obedience leading to, to righteousness. But God be thanked, though you were slaves of sin, yet you obeyed from the heart, from the doctrine from which you were delivered. And having been set free from sin, you become slaves of righteousness. And so, Man, be encouraged in the gospel, in Christ, change is possible, and he can continue to do a great work of, of deliverance. The number here is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. We do have all of our lines open. If you've got a prayer request, a question about something going on in your life, or a section of scripture, pick up the phone, give me a call, 303 690 3000. Also, you can send me a text at 720-336-0897. We do have a few minutes left in today's show, so if you send me a text, it comes directly to me, and I should be able to try to answer your question here on the air uh, today. 303-690-3000 is the number, and the text question is 720-336-0897. Thank you so much for joining me today and being uh, available to participate uh, in today's program. Uh, the question that has uh, come in today, it says, uh, it asks uh, about uh, medical marijuana and asking uh, if, if uh, marijuana is okay for medical reasons. Um, you know, this is a question that's really hot uh, on our culture uh, today, especially as Colorado has has legalized uh, marijuana. 
um, and you know should it be used for for medical uh, purposes and I know I may be really old school in this and you know a lot of you listening would would say you know that there's there's reasons to to use um, uh, marijuana medically and I just think it's a slippery slope a lot of times uh, in our lives and it's easy to turn to uh, marijuana uh, instead of uh, turning to to the Lord um, and I know a lot of times people are struggling with depression or they're struggling with anxiety and they very quickly go to uh, medical marijuana uh, instead of turning to the Lord. And just like we were reading there in Romans chapter 6, it's so easy to become uh, a slave to, to a drug. Um, and God would want us to be slaves of righteousness and not slaves uh, to sin. So for me personally, I think that God's uh, got a better path, um, you know, uh, uh, for us than than having to to, to use uh, marijuana e- even in uh, medical uh, reasons. So I hope that uh, is a blessing to you. And I just I want to pray for you, Lord. I lift up uh, Brittany, uh, and as Lord, she's wrestling through uh, marijuana uh, for medical reasons. I pray you would direct her, that you would guide her, and that you would really show her. Uh, what you would have her uh, to do. She pray that she would know uh, the freedom and the power that's uh, in Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. Thank you so much uh, for taking the time to join me. The number is 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text at 720-336-0897. I want to encourage you to be in fellowship. You know, you may uh, listen to to the radio and get teaching uh, through uh, the radio. Uh, You may listen to podcasts and live streams, and those are all great uh, supplements, but there's nothing that can compare to joining uh, in with God's people. Uh, We need relationship. We need to be in each other's lives. And so I would encourage you to be at church this weekend, find a church that teaches the word uh, in your community, and then also really commit to a local fellowship. I think it's, it's easy to go to a church and partake and and receive, but you are a part of the body of Christ and God wants to use you uh, in your local church to, to be an agent of change, to, to be a blessing. So I, I would encourage you and your family to really plant yourself in, in God's house and uh, be blessed by the Lord. We've got a text question that uh, comes in that says, please pray for my family to find a home. Uh, this this is a very tough thing uh, in the real estate market, in the rental market right now. And so Let's pray for you uh, that God would um, really provide a home. Lord, I I lift up uh, this family as they're looking for a home. God, it's so stressful, you know, looking at one house after another and it's sold or it's rented out. And Lord, would you open the doors? You tell us in Isaiah 22 that you open the doors that no one can close. You close the doors that no one uh, can open. And would you provide for them? Or would you help them know where to look? Would you give them peace as they go through uh, this process? So Lord, we lift them up to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Please pray for uh, my small children. They're constantly being exposed to some very toxic situations that are out of my control. I've gotten information recently that things are worse than I originally knew. Lord, we just lift up uh, these uh, small children to you. And Lord, is there in a difficult environment being exposed to, to sinful things, toxic things, Lord, 
things that you never intended for them to be exposed to. We pray for your grace. Uh, We pray for your uh, protection. Lord, we pray for your intervention, that you uh, would be able to get them out of uh, this situation. We also pray for the parent, Lord, that uh, is going through this. And it is out of their control, but it's not out of your control. Uh, So would you please uh, be be with the parent and comfort them. In Jesus' name, amen. Another text that has just come in says, Can you please pray that my wife softens her heart and allows me to return home and the truth comes forward and forgiveness for my actions? Absolutely. God, you're so good. You're you're the one who can soften a heart. Lord, we pray that on both parties here, Lord, for the wife and the husband, that you would do a tremendous softening, that you would take the, the heart of flesh and, and you would... We take the heart of stone, excuse me, and, and cause it to be a heart of flesh. And that there would be truth, that there would be forgiveness, Lord, that there uh, would be reconciliation that would take place. I pray that uh, you would do a tremendous work in and through this marriage. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for sending in uh, these uh, texts. Uh, it's a real privilege uh, to be able to hear about what's going on in your life, to be able to pray for you. Thank you everyone who called in with your with your questions. Hope it was helpful and edifying uh, to you. Uh, Calvary Live is here Monday through Friday with a team of pastors to be able to hopefully answer your questions, to point you to God's Word, to pray with you, to go to God's uh, throne room. So we encourage you to to tune in Monday through Fridays right here at uh, Grace FM and also Hope FM out on the East Coast in Pennsylvania, Maryland and uh, New Jersey. And tell a friend, if you've been blessed by uh, Calvary Live, please help us get the get the word out. We'd love to continue to be able to minister to more people. We also appreciate your prayers. Please be in prayer for us as well. So thanks for listening. Pray that God richly blesses you. Have a great weekend in the Lord. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Calvary Live. Be sure to tell a friend about Grace FM.